What's up, my chaotic crew? Bentley Michaels here. Have you heard me on Adventure Incorporated, the podcast? If you're not a Patreon subscriber, you probably haven't. But I guested on an over three-hour adventure with them. Sign up. Listen. Download. Give them money. And then, you know, maybe sign up uh, to our Patreon and give it us, uh, you know, give us a little money there, kid. Uh, thank you very much for listening. We are on, uh, you know, iTunes, on Stitcher, on uh, Pandora. We are also on, uh, you know, Stitcher Premium if you want to give us a few bucks there, kid. Uh, uh, you know, we want to hear what are your thoughts? What are your reviews? There's so many things going on. Hey, last week, are you out of your mind? That one guy died? <laughs> He's been with us since episode one. Tell us your thoughts, Instagram, Twitter, but most importantly, music. In a vast landscape full of adventurers, you are now listening to the world of chaotic amateurs. And welcome back to Chaotic Amateurs, iTunes, and D&D's number one favorite 5e play podcast all over the internet of the world. I am your DM and host for season three, Bentley Michaels. To my left, we have... Milo is Ren. Uh, Rhett is Direct Dragon's Bane. Dash is Paley is Ian Earth. Aww. And Spectator Caleb. I'm going to be belligerent this whole time, just so you guys know. I'm going to say things. <laughs> interrupt as much as you can. Yeah. You're not here. Um... So uh, last time, uh, uh, the the guys kept uh, traversing Camp Cacophony. Um, you know, Yamhorn had presents for people. Um, he got some uh, he got some free daggers, and then uh, they found Ori the Oracle, and uh, you know, people were having their futures read, their palms read, all for a piece of gold or whatever it is. I don't have my notes in front of me, and. Uh, um, yeah, uh, during that time, uh, people sort of saw their futures. Paleus got a glimpse into where he hid his favorite pair of socks in a drunken rage one night. <laughs> and uh, um, and then at the end, uh, Yumhorn, not feeling so good. Ren, trying to bust on all of his heels, didn't work. And Yumhorn seemingly disappeared from existence. And, uh, um, and, uh, you know, the, the sword of Sid set lady, the yellow, the, the, the half clamored, uh, clang to the ground. Uh, I will say that the, his three, uh, throwing, uh, knives that he, he had just recently won with a natural 20 also clang to the ground. And, um, Durok was then obviously very upset, very, uh, very curious as to what was going on, not listening to reason or logic when the person was saying, Hey, I didn't do anything, but Durok. He wants some answers. And, uh, you know, that's where we sort of left it last week. Durok trying to get answers and, uh, and then the guy sort of in, in the, in the tent. So. All right. <laughs> All right. So we've lost a party member. That's probably not good. I just like how this probably happens to Paleos all the time. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, well, <laughs> all right. Oh, you know, it's like that time Roger disappeared from my boat. You know, we were all sad, but we moved on. Ren, 
Hold on, he's looking through his box of spells. <laughs> I mean, can't you talk to the guy upstairs, figure out what the heck? Uh, I can tomorrow. I will tomorrow. What about right now, Ren? I, uh, I mean, I can pray. I can really talk to him tomorrow. I have a spell for that. Oh. Oh, you don't have it prepared for I, today. It's not prepared no, today. Okay. Uh... There seems to be something going on with time travel, and I don't understand it. Hmm. Who do we got to kill to fix this problem? <laughs> no, so don't dry. think it's a murder solution we're working, we're looking for here. <laughs> all right. Can, so can the this... oracle is still sitting in the chair. You know, this is just you know it all just happened. She looks very tired. Uh, still. Well, I don't think we're going to get any answers from her, so we should probably just keep going with our quest. So, yeah, we definitely need to continue on what we're doing. Uh, You guys just... You're not here. You're not here. (laughs) But but my heart is. You're not here. You don't exist. Okay. And clearly we need to protect ourselves and get back to present time, but... Ori, is this going to happen to us? I believe I stated last week. It is a possibility. Do you know anything about time displacement? Uh, only sort of what I see. What I saw was uh, different timelines, I suppose is what you would... He was living multiple timelines. Uh, and I can only imagine that one affected the other. Hmm. You guys remember that that guy with Nikki Bloodsport? think maybe we gotta talk to him it's too big for me I'm done guys <laughs> alright so I think we're just gonna leave the tent cause I don't yeah, I think grab... Ori has any more <clears throat> answers for us I wanna ask her things but I don't know if you wanna ask her yeah, you just yell them at her, her in a rage no. <laughs> yeah, take the Durak route. <laughs> That's not Ren. What is where? Why? <laughs> <laughs> no. So when you say he's, you, you feel like he's living multiple timelines, do you know what's happening in any of these other timelines? I didn't see it. That's not really how it works for me. I, I saw what I saw. You know what? I think we deserve our golds back for this. You, you kind of killed our friend. Yeah. I didn't kill anybody. Yeah. I'm not, the, I'm not the one that time traveled. You know what? Straight up murder her, guys. <laughs> You're not here. <laughs> Look, you have resist. no opinion. I know that there's I not exactly resist. law enforcement on this like island. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I know there's not exactly law enforcement on this island. But I will turn you in. To who? And, and if I may ask... For what? For murder. I think we got a pretty strong I, case here. There's yeah. no body. Yeah, no. where's Dura, the body? Dura, calm down. Just And as need, I said, figure this out. I didn't do this. this I'm is, not the one that time traveled. Yeah, this is something we've done by flying back here and, you know, sitting in the box and by just so many circumstances that we didn't know what would be the, yeah. the reaction of. Mm. We've kind of caused this ourselves. Box. Yeah, we sat and oh, they did some kind of magical chest or something, right? No? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. Tom displacement. Huh. It's a real kick in the pants. Yeah, we we were we were in a, a box that uh, time seemed to 
speed up around us as we were in. Have you ever heard of? Ah, something. I, like I'm this? familiar with what you're speaking of. Sure. Mm. So you're familiar with that, but not what makes people disappear. Okay, I've, I think I've heard enough. As I've already told you, whatever you're doing in the longer that you're here, it affects the future, and the past doesn't like to be messed with, and so it's pushing back. So this is a consequence of you time traveling. I don't know the specifics, and I'm sorry that I can't give you all the answers. Don't be sorry. You just suck at fortune telling. And then I grab the sword and the knives, and I storm out. Mm. I'm going to die with my sword in my hand, not in bed. You mean his sword in your hands? <laughs> so, but before we were so rudely interrupted. Uh, yes. I'm sorry about my friend. He's very loud. He's passionate. Uh, you, were, you seemed to have some understanding of this, this box that we, were, that we were stuck in for. I believe it's a trunk. Yeah, it was a trunk. Yeah. So, you know. I saw images of a trunk. Yeah. How much of our past did you see when you were... Flashes. Your friend and that disappeared and your other friend that just stormed out. Them fighting. You were asleep, I believe. You had a bugbear. Yeah, I, I still do. I'm going to pull it out. Okay. It's very cute. I hug it. I, uh... Yeah. Some sort of argument between them. And then... Yamhorn left the trunk. Is that, do you think that could be the, when, I don't know. when time I don't know. broke? I don't know. That's what I saw. Maybe we should just keep going on our adventure. Maybe leave the town. <coughs> keep pushing further into the jungle. Can we, we ever meet back up with Yomhorn? Do you know if he still exists in these other times? I don't know. I don't think she knows. <laughs> I don't think she does either, but I want her to so bad. All right, well, uh, I think maybe we should just press on then. Maybe leave this town. Is there anything else left besides the, the sword and the daggers? No. The scabbard for the sword. I'll say that. Okay. Um, if, if he didn't take it with him, I'll take it. Uh, he, uh, he said he picked up the sword. Yeah, he picked, okay. he picked it all up. You can grab the daggers, though. I'll pick up the daggers and okay. um, I'll take I'll take the dirt that I just got and uh, pretty convenient that I said if he ever dies I'll use it. <laughs> yeah, that made me giggle. You yeah. did this, Ren. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll take I'll take the dirt and and I'll uh, I'll I'll start doing some motions just over kind of the general area where I remember him vanishing basically, um, and pray to Ulagan to to uh, take care of of Yamhorn and, and accept him in, in the afterlife if, if he can find him. Okay. And yeah, I'll, I'll head out with the rest of the group. All right. Uh, so do we want to leave? Before then? you do, I would like the two people that were in the room to make a perception check on Ori. Yeah. 13. Twenty, not natural. I'm very happy for that. Yay! Because Paleus, while sort of being the level-headed one in this sort of situation, as Durok takes his toys and leaves, and Ren is clearly upset, 
Peleus, you notice as Ren is doing his prayers and that sort of thing, not dissimilar to you because you were looking down at your in your new sweet shirt that Yamhorn had just got yeah, you. I like it a lot. It's and you can see all your necklaces and all that sort of stuff. And that's when you look over at her and you see something that looks to be the same type of metal and what would be around the same size, only it's a complete flat circle hanging from her neck. Wait a second. What is that hanging from your neck? Which piece? The circle one. Which one? The silvery circle Oh, you're getting coy, aren't you? <laughs> you know what I mean. Yes, I do. All right. You're searching for this. Oh, yeah. And she just sort of holds it up hanging around her neck. Yeah. I would like that, please. I'm reluctant to give this to you. Why? So- I've been nice. You know, time travel stuff. However, you have been nice. Yeah, my friend just disappeared. I have a weird sense about you that you seem to be the one that knows how time travel works out of all these guys. I mean, there might be a ton of me out there right now. (laughs) Maybe. But, you know. I didn't sense that. I felt that uh, the loops have closed or else I would have had a similar thing with oh, your future. Have they? Oh, well, that's well. New. I'm just saying. By the time I saw your future, everything else kind of figured itself out. Yeah. Like I said, you seem to know what you're doing. Well, all right. All things just happen, and I get lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Well. Okay. So she takes it off, and she hands it to you. I I take it. From and my... she says, "Whatever you're going to do with this." and whatever information you seek. Be very, very careful with how you interact with the past. Be very, very careful with interacting with yourselves. Certainly. All right. Don't find myself. (laughs) Just be careful. Got it. All right. Uh, So I'm going to relay to Ren if he's paying attention. Yeah. And I'm gonna be like, uh, uh, look, Ren, uh, Ren has finished his prayer. Look, I got it. Look, I got this thing. Yeah, I, I take it. What, what are we looking at? All right. You went outside. You did. Did Did you? There. Not yet. Okay. Uh, while they're out there too, I I, I want to make a scabbard for the sword out of the lion pelt that I have. It already has one. Yeah, I wrap it up. I put the scabbard. In the lion pelt, wrap it up, so then I put it on my back, so I look cool. Okay. I'm gonna hand it to Ren since he has the other piece. I'm assuming they all go together. Cool. So, Ren, <clears throat> Ren I hand it to you because <clears throat> I'm not responsible. And then I'm gonna go outside and tell Durok that we found. We found another piece. Mm, of course she had the piece the whole time. All right, calm down. <laughs> Shopping a sword or something. <laughs> With your teeth, you rock eater. Yeah, you rock eater. All right, piece number two. Shut up. <laughs> piece number two is a complete circle, and one side looks fairly plain. It just looks like the metal was shaped, forged, however, however it was made. But... 
has a small round notch in the center of it. Shut up. When you flip it over, however, you see numbers forming in a spiral pattern that goes all the way around the edge and seems to toilet bowl into the center of the piece. Look, it's drawn better in real life. I can't do it with a dry erase marker. Good lord. Uh, and that is what you see. Um, do the numbers seem to have any pattern or sequence to them? Looks like a bunch of different random numbers. Uh, so the, spi- the spirally part is inside of the that piece? Where? What's the... So this is the outside round edge here. Let me see if I can... Okay. You said it was silver. I don't know what I said it was before, so we'll just go with that. Sure. Here's the edge. This is the edge of it. This brown circle like this. This is the edge of it like this. Okay. This, this all this interline stuff. Those are all numbers that are spiral spiraling around like that. Gotcha. That how big is it? Um, it's bigger than a gold piece but uh, smaller than a $1 pancake. Or no, a silver dollar or a miniature flapjack, which are based on... The and then the piece. piece that we originally had, would that fit inside of it? I don't know. Roll me a perception check, or an intelligence check. Seventeen. Great. Ren? Ten. Perfect. Paleus. <laughs> You notice that the non-numbered side seems to bevel out a little, and when you look at the edges, not only do you notice numbers, but there seems to be space enough uh, space enough next to the numbers, like there should be two sets of numbers or letters sitting side by side. You remember that the piece you're already holding has somewhat of a ledge to it, and uh, um, you know there's a little bit of a uh, um, smooth part on top uh, and the back is sort of recessed or hollowed out in the middle you also notice the sort of uh, half circle missing from the bottom of the first piece you already uh, are, are holding on to and you think oh maybe that beveled piece in the middle yeah that's that's what I was kind of assuming put them together hey Ren won't you try fitting those together right. you know make it like connect see if that yeah, do that. Do one of those. Okay. Uh, knowing that there are numbers around the entire edge, where would you like to start? Uh, pr- probably where the spiral begins on the edge. I'm not talking about these ones. I'm talking when you look at it on top, there are numbers around the entire top edge of the coin. Oh. So this looks like a spiraling thing of numbers. On the top, when you look at it face down, you oh, see the numbers gotcha. around the entire edge. Start with the start with the highest one. Seems like we would want to go in like a numerical sequence from like the lowest to the highest. But don't you think if uh, that that piece which shows the loot layer that's that would be technically the last piece? 
So it would be at the end of the numerical order. Okay. Because everyone else got different pieces first. If you would like to investigate the numbers more so you can have better ideas, all you have to do is tell me. Okay. I want to look at the numbers so I have a better idea of what they are. <laughs> okay. Roll. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a 20. Fantastic. Oh, you realize yes. you realize that at the top here is a one. It goes all the way around like this, and it ends up being twenty-six over there. Twenty-six. And you would think in common, I think there's twenty-six letters in an alphabet, but I don't know. So these are like a cipher, maybe that fit together. I and, don't exist. And... Talk to him. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's like a cipher. <laughs> hmm. And and does the pointing hand have something to do with it? So I want to just put them together. Okay. Line up one edge with the one. And what do I see? Um, What edge are you talking about? Are you talking about this whole rounded part up here? Are you talking about an edge like that? Yeah. One? Yeah. One of the, the sides. The like less corners, maybe in the middle would would be the answer. Yeah. Are there any holes in the the quarter piece that we have with the? No, as I described earlier, this is flat. In the center is a beveled piece that sticks up. This is obviously missing. This looks like the top piece looks like it goes in in the back with a little bit of a ledge on the top and where the sides are. And then this piece looks like uh, it, it's solid, but this has beveled up a little bit more in the middle. Okay. So I see how they fit together. I'm just Do wondering. You? I think so, but I don't understand. I'm trying to figure out can, what. Can I ask something? The, I know I'm not on. The yeah. number would be. Just that might clarify. So the, Your mic's on. I never turned it off. Okay. Um, the, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I saw you unplug it. Uh, so pantomime. <laughs> oh, now it's off. Talk. And, See, I'm a liar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, the the one that's got the loot layer on it does mm -hmm. it does it have like a part that comes over the yeah. top when you yes. put them together? Well, if when you, it interlocks, I don't know. If they haven't put them together. Yeah. No, no. I said I, I put it over it. Um, can I? You said you put the real, edge up to quick, it. Real quick, Ren. Can I investigate the loot layer piece? Yeah. Uh, yes. I want to see if I can see any numbers on it. You have not noticed any numbers on it thus far. Okay. Not even in the semicircle part or at the, at the top of it? This is what the first piece looks like. There's Only, nothing else? But okay. from the edge, I think is what he's saying. No. This is the, you would think this is the front of it. The back of it is plain, like this piece, only the, the edges seem to, it seems to be concave. Like, whereas this piece seems solid, the other piece seems thinner. Like, gotcha. if it were, if this piece weren't, like, as uh, if this piece were solid, they would be the same thickness. However, this piece seems to be missing something. This piece seems to have a little bit of a beveled edge, and then an even bigger beveled thing in the middle. And then around the top of it is numbers, on the back of it is a spiraling set of numbers. So it's just a shell, essentially, the, the loot layer one. I don't know. You're okay. not here. Well, I'm just I'm helping, <clears throat> okay. I'm trying to help. So, I know. Okay. You can't help them, though. You're not here. Okay. Yeah, just uh, just stick it on. Stick, stick it in. I don't yeah. care where. Yeah, put it so I want to put it 
so it's uh, flat onto it with the the edge on the outside connecting with the outside and the circle part in the middle. Okay. And so you snap it in place. Does it, it, it actually snaps in place? I don't know. Do you try? Yeah. Okay. You snaps in place. Does it move freely around it? Mm, no. So we'll say right here. This is not a number, but I will say this for simplicity. On a clock, this is 12 o'clock. And if you match 12 o'clock to 1 o'clock. Did you do that or did you do a different number? I think I would just try to snap it in place wherever I had it. Okay. So it freely snaps random. in place and... Uh-oh. Oh, natural 20. It snaps, it, snaps into, uh, it snaps into place at uh, the, the 12 o'clock here. Your, your, your new true north is now with letter 20 up at the top when you, hold the, when you hold it up looking at you like this. So it looks like this. 20 is above the center of the first piece. Sweet. I don't know what that means for us. <laughs> I mean, probably nothing good. And it doesn't turn at all. Nope. Sweet. Probably just screwed ourselves. That's fun, though. Um, okay, so... Uh, Paleus disappears. Paleus <laughs> disappears. He just leaves. Paleus <laughs> just leaves. He throws it's down just, a smoke yeah. bomb and leaves. Yeah, oh, hate puzzles. I'm out. <laughs> all right, um... So yeah, let's all just uh, no. We've got that piece, so let's let's trek on. Let's trek on. Where? <laughs> I, your guess is as good as mine, man. <laughs> Into the jungle, past this town. Okay. Let's get out of here. So you you guys you do all this outside of the tent, mm-hmm. or you do it inside of the tent? Leave me back up with Durok. Okay, so you're outside of the tent. Durok is, you know. Uh, uh, gift wrapping the scabbard in a tiger pelt. <laughs> yeah, looks cool now. <laughs> yes, uh, gift wrapping in a tiger pelt. And at that moment, Polly the parrot flies down and lands on Durak's shoulder. Scrap! Scrap! It's about time. Took you long enough to figure it out. Scrap! Hey, you know what? Let me guess, you want to fight? I'd win. That's not what I'm here for, though, Polly. What are we doing? Where are we going? <laughs> I love how just like... Uh, but anyway, that's not what I'm here for. <laughs> it's just so funny. <sighs> well, birds of a feather flock together. Scrack! And then he just starts to fly uh, somewhat northwest through the town. But not like super high. Like he's like maybe you know, because you're you're what you're four eight five foot or whatever. Yeah, I'm like four and a half. And feet. you're what six two, Paleus? Yeah. Yeah. So he's like maybe eight feet in the air. He's at a leisurely flight pace, as much can keep him up in the air. And he just starts sort of uh, moving. If Ori's was you know up here, he just starts to move a little bit west, and then uh, he takes you what is conveniently sort of like a little break in like the the hay bale. Thing that goes directly into the uh, into the jungle. Follow the bird. Follow that bird. Quick, after him. Okay, follow that bird. <laughs> little little muppets. Okay, so he's just starting to take you through, and I believe when you guys arrived uh, here, it was starting to be late afternoon. You're now well into the evening, and uh, um, you're starting to traverse the jungle in the evening, and. 
Polly the parrot just kind of seems to squawk and every now and then he'll stop like on a branch and like squawk so you guys can keep up and you guys are sort of just traversing uh, the jungle at this point uh, I want to cast my evocation uh, or no, my, my cantrip light on my staff so it's like our little like torch okay great so I just do that okay great I also imagine we all have dark vision Ren doesn't you and I have dark vision well, I've got a light now. Thank you. Yeah. Light in the darkness, Peleus. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's uh, <coughs> it's up to you guys what you want to do. Just keep following the parrot. Do you guys need to stop? Do you need to rest? Do you need to regain hit points? Ooh, yeah. Do we want to rest? Because I could really use a rest. I'm good, but Ren, I wouldn't mind if Ren got his. Yeah, it would be nice to have some of my spells back. Yeah, I need yeah. my spells back. <clears throat> and hit points, too. Okay. So... Is there is there a place in the jungle that you're yeah you're on the jungle I will I will say let's see how how nice the jungle is to you oh, pretty nice at seventeen so uh, you, you see you know uh, a, a little a clove you know a little break in the jungle where it seems a little bit thinner and that sort of stuff and um, excuse me looks as good as a place as any is to uh, plop down make a tiger pelt bed who knows yeah. All right, let's rest here for the, for the maybe the remainder of the evening. Take a, what, short rest or long rest? I would need a long rest to get my spells back. All right, let's take a long rest then. Why not? Yeah. I mean, we're not racing against time or nothing. I think that's exactly what we're racing against, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> if we wake up and one of us isn't here, I guess we'll know what have happened. <laughs> All right, so we're going to take a, a long rest. We're going to lay out our little, like... Bed rolls. Bed rolls. And Great. Maybe, ooh, 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 before, before we take a rest. Mm-hmm. Maybe let's take little, like, little shifts, maybe. Yeah, and I was thinking of attuning more with Dracula's Toad as well. Okay. Great. So uh, how long are you going to uh, uh, attune, and how long are you going to rest? Um, I don't really need a rest, so I figured I'd just take a short rest. Okay. Um, so I, as long as I can attune with the sword, I will, and then I'll take a rest or take my shift for a watch or whatever. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, we're. Uh, I'll take a long rest because I need it. I need to get my spells back. Great. Okay, so that's what you do. Uh, you you go out. You hear the jungle sounds. You hear all sorts of uh, wonderful. Yeah, and you're like, I already got your pal. <laughs> Come get some. Uh, and uh, um, yeah, so you uh, you guys are, you know, if you guys have food, you have rations, you want to start a fire or anything like that, uh, you're more than welcome to if you want to cook things up. Duroc, you're attuning to your sword. Yes. All right, and you did it for four hours? Yes. Okay. And then uh, Peleus, you're just wanting to get all your spells back. And same with old uh, old Ren over there. Do you uh, Ren? Do you do anything else? Um, if there's like free time, I would probably. Um, well, you're in the middle. There's all the free time you want. You're well, in the middle of a forest. I I would kind of rather just take our rest, like, and then go, and then continue on. Um, okay. Just so we can get out of the jungle and onto the next step. Okay. All right, so the the night goes on, uh, um, you know, as planned. Everything's good. You wake up in the morning. Polly the parrot is sitting there, you know, sleeping with like uh, 
his sort of head down and he's kind of like squawk, squawk, squawk. going through the forest. All right. Oh, feeling good. Feeling right. I'm going to prepare my spells when I wake up, too. Okay, how long does that take? It's like a minute per spell per sl- or per It's like a minute per spell per level. So probably around a half hour or so. Okay. And I'll, I'm going to do it the same time as him. Okay. You are pretty handsome, so. We got all my spoils back. No. Get over here. No. Lay down. Now. No. Lay down. Okay. So you guys are sitting there preparing. Is anybody making any breakfast, anything like that? Absolutely. Okay. Spirit breakfast. I'm making Yalmorn's favorite, guys. <laughs> he would have wanted me to eat his portions. <laughs> okay. Um, great. So as you uh, as you start to continue on down the way, you continue to go uh, northwest a little bit. Polly the parrot, just uh, taking you out. I want you now to all. You've been prob- probably traveling for about mm, two hours or so. Uh, and uh, go ahead and roll some perceptions for me, gents. You sure you don't want to sit around the campfire and talk about how great I was? <laughs> Natural one. I rolled right. a seven. I rolled a nine, but my passive perception's 15. Mm, not what I asked. Okay, so you guys are all just uh, enjoying nature. Polly the parrot. Just, uh, yeah, rolls are, rolls are a little bit higher this season, gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> So even your passive perception wouldn't happen. I know what they all are. You're all like, uh, oh boy, so much fun. So many levels, more spells, more power, more responsibility, higher rolls. Um, so yeah, you're all just walking through the forest and uh, um, uh, uh, you keep on going. And, uh, you know, Polly the Parrot, once again, it kind of like seems to be getting a, you know, his, his feathers seem to start to ruffle a little bit after a little while and he kind of seems to slow down and will like like you guys will kind of keep walking and then he'll like fly back behind you guys but then come back up and then kind of like speed up and is like come along squawk and uh you guys find that sort of weird but you kind of pick up the pace a little bit i suppose and uh go ahead and give me another set of rolls there gents (laughs) that's a natural one six eleven it would just clueless, just. <coughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks. He he's mad that you guys didn't eulogize him more, and so he's cursed you. I almost killed the whole village for you. So, really? I would have. Did you though? <laughs> would you have? <laughs> well, never mind. You guys I guess don't... I didn't. When you put it that way, I guess I didn't almost kill a whole village. At <laughs> least maybe half a village. <laughs> okay, half. Oh, also, uh, and I'm assuming 
Ren or Peleus, you guys can roll off for it. Uh, whatever potion Yamhorn got. What was that? Uh, underwater breathing? Yeah. Which you guys don't know what it was, but that was also left on the ground. I would probably take that. All right. Yeah, he can take it. Okay. Great. Cool. So as you continue to walk, as you continue you, uh, uh, going through through the forest, um, I will just say, because I don't trust any of you now, uh, uh, you start to hear a little bit of a, uh, you know, a branches occasionally sort of aggressively being broken behind you. Sounds like it could be a problem. It's probably, you know, just the locals out for a stroll, just as we are. I'm sure there's nothing dangerous going on and uh um uh if you guys would like to turn around and look you may or you can just continue walking can i turn around and look but with sword and shield out yeah if that's what you want to do yes uh yeah i'm just gonna turn around just point my finger (laughs) who's that (laughs) um i'd wait up yeah all right Okay, so you start to like now that now that you've turned around, you sort of uh, gotten the idea of it all. Uh, you're looking, and you're starting to see sort of an erratic movement, like going through the tree line, and, and it seems to sort of be coming straight. And then occasionally, you see a figure like sort of dash across like the path that you guys have been taking. It's, while not a traditional path, you know, it's still a little bit more worn than uh, the mo- most areas. And then uh, uh, you also start to see multiple figures uh, dashing through, seemingly following the first one uh, uh, in an unexpected, you know, just like jump out of the bushes. Someone that you recognize jumps out at you. Peleus, you go, Cinder, I thought I told you to stay on the si- on the ship. And Cinder the pirate... He left Billy the red shirt expendable crewman there on the ship. But Cinder the pirate pops out and says, Sorry. Uh, uh. Well, what, what, what are we looking at? Well, Cinder will relate to you that uh, uh, he has his own reasons for it, but he also is trying to find this place. That's why he wanted to get on the ship, and he could only take uh, take Peleus's order for so long. However, he may have kind of made some people mad, and there's definitely a small group uh, uh, chasing him, and they are not happy. Wait, so, Cinder, you left with them in tow, and you brought them right to us. I picked them up along the way. Cool, 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 cool. Stop saying cool. We gotta go. Yeah, alright. Well, let's 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 maybe pick up the pace, boys, because apparently my boy Cinder here has decided to hitch a ride and also bring along a bunch of bloodthirsty pirates. So you guys start going back, though, you start taking off running the way that you were going? Yeah, we're gonna just keep we're gonna keep hustling because I mean we might as well we got a bunch of people after us now <laughs> okay you guys start running and uh, and and uh, you can you start to hear a little bit now that you kind of know what what the deal is you start to hear uh, uh, some shouting and that sort of thing uh, coming up uh, and you're like oh yeah those are people you know it's like your brain kind of finally now 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 that you know what it is you can go kind of like oh okay that, that's the sounds I was hearing um, yeah you you take off running for you know, uh, a minute or two, and uh, you end up coming into a clearing. 
you are now uh, placed uh, uh, in a beautiful panoramic scene where you come out and what seems to be uh, to your left a large, round, circular bed of water uh, that seems to, like, you know, go uh, uh, sort of, you know, um, thin out, I suppose. You're here and like that. And it seems to sort of start to thin out this way. And uh, then there's trees and overbrush you can't necessarily tell. But, uh, uh, you know, think like Crater Lake or something like that. Maybe not quite as big, but, you know, that sort of that very picturesque view. But you're up and you realize that you're hundreds of feet above the ground. You also see a cavalcade of uh, uh, different, you know, uh, uh, rope ladders strewn across and different zigzagging patterns and things like that. Some higher, some lower, some, you know, teed up in the same height, uh, some leading up to other ones, broken pieces, missing pieces, uh, you know, some just hanging down. And, uh, um, but, you know, they tend to be sort of uh, moving in a easternly fashion. However, in that moment, you also start to hear the pursuers coming up right up on you. And bursting out into the clearing with you is a very large-looking pirate, uh, also coolly wearing a uh, um, uh, more of a bandana, but definitely made of a tiger pelt. <sighs> Uh, a big old beard with big old hanging earrings that looks like he maybe made them of tiger teeth. Uh, he's got a flintlock pistol on him. He's got a sword on him, and he is surrounded by uh, three of his own uh, uh, pirate adventuring pals. And uh, uh, he looks at Cinder and says, Give it back. You took our piece. I have no idea what you're talking we about. We saw you take it. Guys, this he's full of it. I don't know what he's talking Bailey's, about. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Cinder. Well, usually when I'm accusing someone of theft, it's usually myself. <laughs> so I get confused. Cinder, are you stealing? Nah, nah, man. Nothing that isn't mine already. <laughs> That's making me proud. I like that, actually. Uh, I, yeah, I want an insight and see if I believe him or not. Okay. Uh, as a one, so ten. What? So you no, know, you crit failed. Um, <laughs> yeah, quick. We're trying to add stuff to crit fails. You <laughs> guys do that all the time. You're like, I crit failed, but if it matters, <laughs> and it never does. It never does. Um, yeah, you crit failed, Ren. You're like, oh, we got to help this guy. Yep. Well, I believe him. We got to help him. You and, guys, and he was part of our crew yeah. that we got here with. Like, I came to help you guys. So uh, help me out. I think Yamhorn would have wanted me to help this guy. Uh, so I'm going to step forward and I'm going to address a. Uh, excuse me, uh, sir. You look like the uh, reputable type. Um, <laughs> so you seem to be accusing my friend here, who I would say is of the highest reputation. Uh, very honorable, very noble. I don't think he steals. Um, Cinder bows. See, he can bow. That's incredible. <laughs> now. You seem to think he's stolen something, but I don't think he has. So maybe there's just a big misunderstanding. Maybe you guys can just be on your way. You know, we we wouldn't want a fight to break out. That would be no bloodshed. <laughs> and at that point, Cinder, he's been running this whole time with a half full bottle of beer. And he finishes it off and then he throws it at them. You throw it at the, the, the yeah, bad yeah, guy? Yeah. Well, right. That helps nothing. But uh, you know what? I kind of like your style. All right. <laughs> Uh, well, with that then, boys, I'm going to need you to roll initiatives. 
and I'll go around and ask. Like Yamhorn more. <laughs> <laughs> he would never get us into a fight like this. <laughs> Four. Hold on, I will ask for it in a second. All right, because I have to roll against all you guys. Let's see here. Sorry. <laughs> hey, we rested up, so we've got full health and spells. It's I, crazy how I suggested that, huh? I had calm emotions all prepared. <laughs> okay. Okay, so uh, Cinder, you have? Uh, sorry, that's my new name. Uh, ten. Okay, Paleus? Uh, four. Durak? 21. Well mm. done. Ren? 13. Okay. So I got a, oh boy, five, an 11, a nine, and a three. Yeah, these guys are awesome. And what'd you get, Ren? Sorry? Uh, 13. 13. Wonderful. So we're doing. <laughs> God, these guys suck. First, uh, first couple rolls here, Cinder. Good. Basically, oh man. Basically, all of these guys get to uh, go. No oh, goody. No, uh, sorry. These guys, uh, oh, you guys. Sorry, okay. you guys get to go before most of them. But then they they pat out the back end. Okay, so Durock, you were up first. You see a large, large pirate in front of you. You see two sort of like more elite warriors, although they're pirates. Uh, you know, you were sort of familiar with the idea of what these warriors might be as somebody who might have caught you and used them to bring you into Versburg proper. Um, but definitely more pirate looking. And uh, and maybe, you know, uh, Peleus is uh, sort of on the idea of magic user, baby. We got some magic users here. <laughs> so, Durak, you are standing here. I will draw this out for you. Uh, Team Durak, you'll be purple. Uh, I imagined it was Cinder who just got in here. Ren, Durak, Peleus, and then one, two... You're all kind of just squared off in an old west thing. Uh, you're the area that you're in is probably thirty to forty feet, kind of squared circle with intermittent, uh, you know, jungle and that sort of stuff around it. But like I said, whatever you'd like to do. Okay. And is the big guy is he carrying a weapon right now, like in his hands? Yeah, he's got okay. a big sword. And I think you said a flintlock or something. He doesn't have it drawn. Okay. okay. Well. I've got my sword and shield out. Okay. I'm going to charge right up to him. Okay. And I'm going to attack him. All right. We're going to see where this takes us. Um, 13. Hits. Oh, excellent. Okay. And in that case, I am going to do a disarming attack on him. Okay. And uh, basically, I'm going to roll here. Um, he has to do a strength saving throw uh, to hold on to his sword. Otherwise, I'm going to knock it out of his hands and away from him. Uh, he, okay. has to, he has to roll a 17 or higher. Okay. Wow. Use my new Duroc dice. These ones are interesting because the, the edges are sort of beveled, so even when it stops, it always tips over to something else. And it's a strength? Yes. Okay. 19. 
<laughs> he beat me. I don't like him. All right, then I'm just going to attack him again. And that's a 13 again. Okay. Paleus dice, Dorof dice. Um, and this time, I'm going to uh, expend a... Do I have to beat that again? No. Um, I'm going to do a... Uh, oh, actually, I'm so sorry. Are his allies within... Um, You're all, with, all within basically the same amount of range of each other. Okay. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a wide sweeping hit. Um, so first... I'm going to roll this. Did you do any damage the first time, or was it just to try to take my weapon? Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. You're right. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> By the way, can you send your dice? Ooh. Oh, that's sexy. Yep. Had to get you a new one. <laughs> Please no. <laughs> For all of us. Um... Nine damage. Okay. Okay. Now, um, the next one does 15 damage to the guy, but then also... Seven damage to both of uh, his allies. Well, he's number one, so you're hitting four or two. Um, yeah, f- I guess four. Okay. Yeah. So do four, and he'll take seven. Okay. Great. And that's my turn. Great. So, Durok, you come in mad. You're using some of that anger that, you know, pent up from Yomhorn. You know, kind of, you know, bang your sword uh, on your shield. You slice him the first time, does some damage. He's actually very surprised. Then you come back around right over the head. You know, kneel down a little bit. Great form. Slice him again right through his uh, right through his stomach. You mess up some of the hide and like you know some of the the fur armor and that sort of thing that he's wearing. And the other guy standing next to him, number four, one of the uh, drowish looking characters you might imagine. Uh, like you know, last second realizes it and it slices across his arm, dealing him a significant amount of damage for a guy that's not armored that well. <laughs> ah, all right. Number two, Ren. All right. Um, so this big guy, he has a flintlock. You said not drawn, not drawn. Uh, but he is holding a sword. Yep, big old sword. Other three, they're kind of more like in cloaks or something. They look more like casters. I think you said. Uh, one looks like a caster. Two look somewhat <laughs> assassiny to you. Okay. Um, I'm gonna cast. Blindness on the magic-y looking guy. Alright. So he make, needs to make a constitution saving throw. Get my red dice. He needs to beat a 17. Man, you guys. Stats, baby. 17. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Um, 17. Pretty disappointed in that. Yep. Uh, <laughs> going to... Stay where I'm at. I'm okay there, but I will summon uh, my little flaily friend. Okay. Behind uh, the the uh, leader-looking guy, and have it take a swing. All right. And that's ten. And what is it? I have to beat what? Uh, I roll for it against AC. 
Okay, you miss. Yeah. And that will be my turn. Great. So uh, you, you cast your magic at him, and uh, the magic caster just kind of looks at you and is like, <laughs> do better. And then uh, uh, and then you're like, fine, I will do better. And you bring up the flail, and you're still, you're a little, you're a little upset about Yomhorn still. And, you know, yeah, I don't think you've used the flail in a while. So you're like a little rusty, swings over the top of his head, sort of like whiffs uh, the hair and, uh, and the sweet tiger bandana around to the other side. And he's like, oh, yeah, action. Okay. Cinder, you are up. Yeah. Your first your first rolls yeah. in action with your new pals. Roll better um, than Yamhorn. <laughs> don't don't jinx it. Um so Cinder is going to size up these folks and he can tell who the captain is because that was the one yelling at him the most <laughs> as he was running away. Yeah. Um and so he's gonna look at him. And seeing a little bit of a glow from inside his mouth, you're not sure why. Um, and then he reaches out his hand and at, like in an exact mirror image of his hand, a hand rises up from the ground around the captain uh-huh. and he's casting chill touch okay, or chilling touch or whatever it's called. Sure. Um, but chances are he does not succeed. Um, it is 13 hit against ac awesome hit okay um and that would be eight damage and now he has disadvantage on all attack rolls um okay and it can't regain hit points until the start of my next turn. Cool. Um, Sweet. Yeah. All right. Well, now that oh, guy. Wait. Oh, oh, you're still gonna play like this? <laughs> yeah. Yamhorn 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I have a second attack. I'm gonna defer to you guys again. So, the spell takes away both attacks. Yeah, you have to use the attack action. That's right. Okay, good. Carry on. All right. The guy who's just been getting the crap kicked out of him constantly by you guys. Uh, Durak, you're standing right in front of him. And uh, he's going to uh, reckless attack, which negates Yomhorn's thing because it gives him advantage on the attack. So he gets one roll. You mean Cinder's thing? Oh, sorry. Yeah, Cinder's. Yep, first one. <laughs> going to take a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he is going to attack you, Duroc, with his great axe. And that is a 21 to hit. Yeah, he hits. Nice. Where the heck did this axe come from? I thought he had a sword. Sorry, it's an axe. It says axe on there. It's a sword. So he's got a great sword. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I'm just reading out of the book. Um, okay, cool. So uh, you take nine slashing damage. Uh, he's like, ah, my turn. And then, like, he just, you know, slashes right across you. Normally, you know, people come in and so you can block with your shield, but he ends up coming up from the ground and, like, kind of opening you up and, uh, 
uh, you know, going right across your belly there, kid. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's what happens. Up next is uh, one of the drow who is going to engage Peleus. All right. He is going to do uh, a multi-attack on Peleus. Okay. Two swords. Okay. Peleus is dead. His sword sword. That's a spirit. It is a 16 to hit. Yeah. Okay. I'm probably going to (laughs) die. I'm probably going to die. It's not too bad. Uh, nine points of damage for you. Okay. Uh, so he comes in. He's very down. S- very stealthy. Yeah, Paleis <laughs> is down. Uh, very st- stealthily comes in and, and hits you uh, for, uh, for uh, uh, one. And then, uh, uh, you know, just zing. And then the second one for nine. And then, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's nine again. Or no, that's eight this time. Uh, that he hits you with the second attack, so he like comes across and like zinc, zinc. However, fortunately for you, Payless, you're also going to take some poison damage. Oh no! Yeah, you're going to take thirteen poison damage. Whoa. That's pretty good. <laughs> so you got hit for nine on the first attack, eight on the second attack, and then overall, because of those poison tip blades, you get thirteen. So it's 9, 8, and 13? Yeah, so 17, 13, 30 points. Jeez. It's not too bad. <laughs> That's what <laughs> Bentley just said. <laughs> yeah, it's not too bad. I'm, I'm still up. <laughs> All right. Now, the mage having its sights set on Ren after he, him, him trying to uh, to magic up, magic up Ren. Oh, he is, um, he's gonna, he's gonna cast lightning bolt at you, Ren. Ow, that's excessive. (laughs) Paley, she'll have to help me on what this one does. Um, and Ren, is that a, what does he add to his, what, what would he add for spells, his wisdom. Imagine lightning bolt is uh, a dexterity saving throw. Yeah, so each creature in a line must make a dexterity saving throw, so it's a 100 foot long, 5 feet w- wide. Oh, then you're all going to have to make a saving throw. Each creature <laughs> takes 8d6 lightning damage on a failed saver, half as much on a successful one. Alright. Does it have to be a direct line, or, like, if this it's, person it's, isn't it's on a, the side... It's a, it's a direct line from the caster... Yeah, so, so he wherever he move. points it, and mm. then it's five foot wide. So if he was, or so she was if flanking he's pointing us. At, yeah. Which one is he? He's number two. So if he's pointing so, at Ren, and Durak so is right here. So he could get Durak and Hunt. Yeah, he and can't get Cinder. me though. Because you guys are aren't you wide. fancy? Hmm. Okay. Okay. So well, that's just the rule. Yeah. So what's the uh, what's the number to beat? It'll uh, be eight <clears throat> plus your proficiency plus your. Um, modifier. Paleis, what's the number to beat? Well, for me, for my guy, it's 15. So okay. We all have to beat. Hey! 20. Great. 17. Great. 
12. Okay, so they take 4d6 and he takes 8d6. Okay. Sorry. It's not that much damage. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, 4d6. Sixteen. So and then, uh, and then uh, uh, that the, was the extra the extra four for Durok. So that was eighteen plus ten. Oh boy, fifteen, nineteen. So yeah, thirty-seven for Durok. Zip zam zoom. Uh, so yeah, the the mage guy looks right at Ren and is like, "This is how magic is done." And then, boom! Lightning bolt happens, and uh, uh, it hits uh, it hits Durok and uh, Cinder and and Ren, and he has a very sort of smug look on his face. And uh, uh, we now go over to. Paleus. Paleus, you see our skeletons. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I don't like going against magic casters. Uh, Okay, so I am going to just shoot fireball right in the middle of all of us. I'm going to sculpt it to it doesn't touch any of us. We're all exempt from the effects. Okay. And then it, uh, so it's a 20 foot radius, which basically engulfs all of us. Great. So it'll basically kind of like shoot right up over the top of Durok and then surround them all. I literally just point to the middle of the battlefield and just ignite it. Cool. Uh, so yeah, it's a deck saving throw for all your guys. 8d6 on a failed save. Uh, for... Wait. Yes, 8d6 on a failed save. Uh, 4d6 on a successful one. Uh, you gotta beat 15. Oh. 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 oh, God. Well, this is payback for doing well against you. <laughs> I oh. got three, eight, and five. <laughs> Boom. So they are all getting hit. What's the, and the fourth guy failed too? Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry. Three, eight, five, and two. You guys just want to hand me yeah, I think that's 8D6s? Uh, Here are D6s. I got one. I got one. Oh. Yeah. And here I was worried for you guys for a second. Seven, eight. Okay, so. <laughs> Let's hope I actually do some damage. Your hand barely fits around those. Follow us across all platforms with Chaotic Amateurs. Please subscribe, rate, and review our show on your podcast app of choice to help us climb the charts and find new adventurers. Or become a patron on Patreon to help our heroes continue their quest. Thank you for listening to Chaotic Amateurs. Chaotic Amateurs.